Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 368 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her bones. Yeah, down to the bone. We have a terrific show coming up, and just know that before we begin, this episode is made possible by our terrific friends at Solaray Vitamins. That's right, Solaray Vitamins. Why is this so important? Because of the extensive array of Solaray Vitamins, minerals, herbs, and supplements to be able to help enhance your health and well-being. To learn more, please go to Solaray, and that's S-O-L-A, R-A-Y.com, solaray.com, and learn more. All right, here's your first reminder to click on iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show. Why? Because I like hearing from you. That's why your feedback is so golden. All right, it's time for Her. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind. Her body. Her life. It's all about her. Well, Chef Abby Gelman is back with us again, our absolute go-to culinary nutritionist. Culinary nutritionist. She has a master's degree in nutrition science. She's a registered dietitian. She's a certified chef. She's everything in one gorgeous human being. Chef Abby, welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Always happy to be here. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So let's get down to the bone. Something I have heard about so often is that women are confused about how they should be able to optimize their bone health. Now, we know now that uh, certain physical activities, like uh, everything from really jumping to um, running, jogging, uh, if you use kettlebells, that's a great way to do it, strength training, but something where you're really jostling those bones around, kind of explosive you know, movement sometimes, um, because that's what it takes to be able to uh, really optimize the effect on the bony cortex. So what we're going to talk about today, you and I, Chef Abby, is first a little, you know, uh, anatomy about the bone and then get down to the bone. And then we're going to talk about what women really need to be able to consume in terms of vitamins and nutrients um, to optimize their own bone health and how they might be able to access them. So how's that sound like for a plan? This sounds like a great plan. I love it. Awesome. Let's go to it. So optimal bone health involves what? It's like achieving uh, the best balance between building new bone and removing the aged and damaged bone. So building bone means that you want to be able to get those osteoblasts to be able to build more and more and more. And the osteoclasts are the ones removing damaged bone. But if the osteoclasts are dominant, you're gonna lose more bone than you build. 
So how do you do this? Well, it's really interesting. First, you got to understand what's in the bone matrix anyway. That's like what's inside the bone. It's made up of about, oh, 33%, like about a third organic matter, mostly collagen and 67% inorganic matter. Oh, here we go. Calcium phosphate and some hydroxyapatite crystals. Okay, so collagen is the main protein found in bones. And it's got all kinds of great um, amino acids in it, like proline, lysine, glycine, and they help to build bone, all right? So bone healing in general involves three stages. Once you've, you know, like you've been uh, working out and, and you really want to be able to um, optimize more of that bone building. So there's all kinds of healing that goes on after you've um, slammed your bones around a little bit during the day. The first is an inflammatory response. Then there's uh, a reparation, repairing, and then there's remodeling. And if you've ever hurt your bones, that's exactly what has to happen. Say if you fracture your bones, then that whole inflammatory repair remodeling takes place over six to 12 weeks. And it really depends upon how old you are and all the rest of it. So it's pretty cool stuff. So if you're gonna optimize bone health and strength, you need an integrative approach. And that includes nutrition. That's where you come in. Protein, vegetables, high calcium foods. And then of course, what I just said, strength training, weight-bearing exercise, and making sure to consume enough, ooh, here we go, vitamin D3 and K2, and maintaining a stable, healthy weight, because that's really important. And in this case, now this is a kind of interesting little sidebar, it's women who are underweight and who you know, basically are out there starving themselves and not eating enough food um, that are going to be losing bony cortex. Um, ironically, it's women who are um, overweight and obese who have very strong bones um, because of the weight of just carrying it around. That tends to be the stimulus for their uh, bone growth. So it's kind of a wild story um, on the overall. So let's go to the, the calcium place. So it's the most important mineral supporting bone health, and we know this, um, and it's the main mineral found in bones. And so how much do you normally need? Well, a woman, you know, per the FDA, needs about a good 1,300 milligrams of calcium daily, um, and it's a little less for men. And why do we need this? to prevent osteoporosis, which is the where you just don't want to be if you can possibly prevent it. All right, so calcium supplementation is really important because quite frankly, oh, I think we're a little deficient on, on getting enough calcium in the diet. Take it away, Chef Abby. Where the heck are we <laughs> supposed to be getting the damn calcium in the first place? Right. It's all, the other thing with calcium, too, before I talk about the foods that I think we need to think about also is, 
you can't get all. So if you sat down and ate the equivalent of 1300 milligrams of calcium, your body can't really absorb more than 500 at a time. So then you just lost a bunch of it. So you do want to spread it out throughout the day. Um, and then it also bioavailability or the absorbability is different. So just because something says there's 300 milligrams on the label per serving, like a cup of milk, let's say, that doesn't mean your body is absorbing 100% of that. So I think those are some things to keep in mind, which is why the supplementation part is important in all of this as well. Like food is food is the great jumping off point and our diet needs to provide as much as possible, but it is not enough. We do need to talk about the supplementation. So for calcium, um, dairy obviously is a good source, you know, cheese, yogurt, milk, kefir, all of that kind of cow's milk based dairy has a good source of calcium, but there's also calcium in greens. Um, so leafy greens like kale and collard greens, those all have um, calcium. Spinach also has green, uh, sorry, has calcium, but the problem with spinach is it also has something called oxalates, which binds to the calcium. So if you have spinach in your smoothie, for example, it, it hinders that absorbability. It binds to the calcium so that you don't absorb it. So look for maybe kale in your smoothie. Um, that would be a better source or bok choy to, to get that plant-based calcium. So um, tofu and soy-based products also has calcium. If you're someone who likes canned salmon or canned sardines, there's a lot of calcium in that. Um, almonds have calcium squash, like butternut squash also has calcium. All right. Now, how are we going to absorb it better? So I mentioned earlier that you need a vitamin D3, which helps absorb calcium from the food um, or supplement sources. So you need that, you know, because studies have shown that low vitamin D levels are associated with lower bone density, which may lead to osteopenia, which is sort of a mild to moderate loss of, of the bone matrix, or even osteoporosis, which is a significant loss of bone matrix, um, leaving it at very high risk of fracture. So vitamin D3, how easy is it to get vitamin D from food anyway? It's pretty hard. Yeah, there's not a lot of food that has vitamin D. So it's the kind of the sunshine vitamin. So for, from a food point of view, it's usually uh, a supplement added to orange juice for example, or maybe you have vitamin A and D added milk. Um, there is a little bit in mushrooms, depending on how they're grown, and maybe a little bit in egg yolks or fatty fish like a tuna or sardines. But generally speaking, you, you need to supplement. You cannot consume enough vitamin D at all. So supplements are going to are gonna be your friend for this part, for sure. Oh, I just... I know th that a whole bunch of women are listening in and saying, well, oh, heck, I just get my 15 minutes in the but sun. But how much sunscreen did they I put have a on, news right? flash. <laughs> <clears throat> well, there's that. You know, you're slapping on the SPF. And, and the good news is, well, thank you for doing that. We, we're not going to have that melanoma thing going on. But on the other hand, 
here's the other issue. Um, we never knew this until about mm, 10 years ago or so, and that is studies were done globally to find out what vitamin D levels were like in you know countries throughout the world. And they were really looking at, especially countries that one would assume are getting a boatload of uh, sun. So you look at Canada, Australia, South Africa, you know, all, and, and let alone the USA, right? And um, guess what they found? <laughs> they found that the levels were way low, that vitamin D deficiency was pretty much a global phenomenon. And then we started scratching our heads saying, well, well wait a minute. Um, I thought all these people were hanging out outdoors and, you know, really getting soaking up a lot of sun. Yeah, they are. That's the good news. And then to your point about the SPF, that's obviously a complicator, but there's something else going on. And that is for whatever reason, our bodies, especially as we age, are not efficiently converting sunlight into the active form of vitamin D. And in not doing so, that means your little 15 minutes of uh, fame in the sun are not doing you much of any favor. Um, and you're not getting enough vitamin D to make a difference. And that's a real problem because vitamin D, in addition to being integral to uh, the absorption of calcium here, which is what our, we're talking about, bone health and the rest of it, is also extremely potent um, as an immune booster and also um, anti-cancer. Um, so cancer prevention. So it's a very powerful vitamin. It's a fat-soluble vitamin, as you might have uh, inferred from when Chef Abby said that you get it from sardines um, and fatty fish like that. And so you really need to be able to also remember when you're taking vitamin D as a supplement um, to have a little bit of fat on board. And that could be nothing more than uh, throw a, a, a few walnuts um, in your mouth, chew them up, and you've got enough fat right there. You don't need like a, a vat of fat or something like that. So vitamin D3 is a piece of the action. So we need to have that. We need to have our calcium. It's pretty obvious that we can't get it all from our diet in a big way. How about vitamin K2? Yeah, this one has become, I mean, in my world, pretty popular right now because vitamin K, people hear about it. It's K for clotting. It's in leafy vegetables, um, leafy greens, but there, that is mostly K1. We also need K2, which is much more difficult to get from food. Um, and you find it in fermented foods. Like if you eat a lot of sauerkraut or kimchi or something like that, but otherwise it's in high fat dairy products or egg yolks, uh, things that we might not be eating every day. Um, so K2 helps to, K2 and D3 work together to help us absorb the uptake of those, those vitamins. So um, K2 ends up being a place where a lot of us might want to look at supplements as well um, and get a D3, K2 combination supplement yeah to, to make sure we're getting enough yeah because you might say well i eat leafy greens every day but that's not the k that we need we need the other one that's right and this is why i brought it up i'm so glad you said that because why i brought it up is vitamin k2 now 
interestingly, it that's the vitamin that not only helps the absorption, but it supports bone health by modifying a protein that's involved in bone formation. It's called osteocalcin. And this modification enables osteocalcin to bind to minerals in bones and prevent the loss of calcium from bones. So how cool is that? So yeah. um, we really need that. And then, you know, a quick little aside, since I'm a physician, you know, without K2, calcium could accumulate in your arteries, potentially leading to increased risk for cardiovascular disease. Ho! So all the more reason why, you know, put put D3 and K2 on your radar. Good Lord, we're sounding like an alphabet soup here. Um, it's, like, <laughs> uh, it's almost like Star Trek, R2, D2, R2, no, D, D3, K2. Um, all right, let, let's move right on over to magnesium because you know it in play, plays an important role in converting vitamin D into the active form that promotes calcium absorption. So where do you find magnesium? So magnesium's pretty uh, widespread in a lot of plant-based foods. There's a lot of sources. So if you eat nuts and seeds, that's a great source, especially something like chia seeds, which I know we talk about all the time, you and I, um, pumpkin seeds. Those are great sources of um, magnesium. You can also get it in spinach or soy has magnesium, soy, edamame, um, potatoes have magnesium. You should be able to get some in those dairy products as well. If you're an oatmeal eater, there's magnesium in that whole grain oat. Um, avocado has a little bit, and then chicken and beef have a little bit. But your highest sources are really the almonds and nuts and seeds, um, soy, and some dairy and um, potatoes. Yeah. I just, I love it. Um, the fact that it's kind of more ubiquitous really, really helps. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when you, when you look at bone health per se and magnesium, there's some studies out there that show that women who consume 400 milligrams of magnesium every day, you know, through all of their, either all their food or supplementation, usually they do this with supplements in these studies, they tended to have a two to three percent higher bone density than women who consumed half that amount. How cool is that? So we need to make sure to get our magnesium. So we're, we've got like a little laundry list now we're building here, starting with calcium and moving up, moving on down the pike. Now let's just you know polish this baby off with zinc, which is obviously a trace mineral helping us uh, make up the mineral portion, you know, of the bone. And it also helps promote the formation of those wonderful bone building osteoblasts to build bone and prevent excessive breakdown by our, our other pals, the osteoclasts. So where in the heck do you find zinc? Well, oysters are the best source. It's, it, they really get you. <laughs> I'm not sure everyone eats oysters every day, but that's your best source. Um, good sources are also other animal proteins like beef and seafood, pork, um, chicken, all of that. You can get your zinc. 
but again, with the pumpkin seeds, they have zinc. It's also something that is in fortified breakfast cereals um, and some whole grains have some zinc, but uh, oysters give you the most. You get, you know, 74 uh, milligrams per serving versus three ounces of beef gives you seven milligrams per serving. So you really get the most bang for your buck with oysters. But, um, you know, everything else, if you eat three ounces of beef and, you know, have some uh, whole grain, you know, some Cheerios for breakfast, for example, with some milk, that'll get you a certain amount of the way there. But that's another thing that is probably in our multivitamin. And, and you know, if we have some dairy in there, too, it also is in there. So what you're saying is most multivitamins, you know, contain some zinc and, and usually just enough to kind of get us you know, through the day, as it were, oh, but what if you don't consume a multivitamin, you know, then you join the rest of the, the world here, it doesn't stay up on their vitamins, then you're in trouble, because you've got to be able to, you know, have all of this. So, you know, speaking of all of this, well, you know, uh, our sponsors, Solaray, offers um, a supplement called Collagen Bone Complete. And this is actually, you know, the way I like to do it, I don't want to have to think about like, you know, grabbing a bottle of this and a bottle of that and, and back and forth makes me crazy. I can't deal with it. Why? I don't know. Maybe I'm disorganized. Maybe I just don't have enough time. Who knows? The bottom line is what if I can get it all in one place? So that's why the collagen bone complete, um, I think is, is really a a great way to be able to do this and i think it's kind of cool because they use algae as its source of calcium which i is really interesting have you seen that before no and i this actually it's the uh, supplement the bone supplement that i take um so it's nice that they are using um these types of sources that i believe are more sustainable and um they're better for us personally, those who of us who of us who are taking those supplements as well, it's a more sustainable and vegan source, um, because it's coming from the seaweed, uh -huh. which is great. I, I, I think that that's also a pretty healthy source on the overall, you know, really, at the end of the day, yeah. I'm yelling and screaming for everyone out there to make certain, please, to get your multiple vitamin in every day. If you're a woman, please um, run on over to Solar Ray Vitamins and, and have a look at their uh, wonderful um, array of vitamins. And really at the end of the day, what I'm really saying is that just be responsible, take that multiple vitamin, and then when it comes to your bone health, get that physical activity in, I told you about that. You know, something a little more explosive, something that really causes you to jostle your bones. By the way, I have a mini trampoline, you know, which is, a, they call them mini rebounders. That thing works like a charm as well. I just, you know, bounce up and down. Thank God I have high ceilings or I would have a concussion by now, but, but it's really easy to use. Um, so you need that kind of, um, and movement and also i have also found that if you just plain walk in place but do high step get your knee up 
as high as you can and then bring it down. I mean, don't, you know, stamp on it, but, um, but bring it down with a little bit of force. You know, you're wearing your sneakers and everything and, um, you know, jostle your bones. I always say, if you want the healthiest bones, jostle, you know, your bones, because that's how you do it. You, it's like, you know, slapping them in the head and waking them up and saying, whoa, okay. And then you're going to build some new bone, which I think is so terribly important. So what about things like, you know, other, other foods um, that maybe we might've forgotten about here when we're really thinking about uh, looking at um, healthy bones? Uh, bok choy is a really good one. Um, it's a leafy Ooh, green. Ooh, that's a great yeah, one. And it, you know, you yeah. can saute that up pretty easily. Um, if you don't like kale or spinach, it's a great substitute. It, the flavor is really nice. Um, you can find it, I think, at most grocery stores, probably nationwide. And that, as a plant-based source, has a, has a good absorbability. I think the bioavailability on bok choy is like 50%. So that's a good plant-based source of calcium. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, that whole that's issue. That's my favorite, yeah. Well, you know, that whole issue of bioavailability is so terribly important. What it says that is delivering and what you actually absorb um, are two different things um, because most of the time you're absorbing less. This is why having a healthy, um, you know, diet to help supplement this is so terribly important, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it, you know, it, not everyone, we all do different things. You know, I happen to work in food and nutrition, so I know these facts, right? But most people who work in other areas, you know, you wouldn't know to even ask that question because it says on the nutrition facts label or whatever the case may be, you're getting, you know, 300 milligrams of calcium. Why would you ever think to question that it would be less than that, right? So it's important that we really kind of know that that that's not necessarily the case, that we're not getting 100%, that that's not how absorbability works or availability, bioavailability works. That's so cool. And then as we're bringing this to a close, I just want to also um, say one more thing about um, the physical activity associated with keeping healthy bones. I noted before that being underweight is not great for your bones because you don't have enough weight to uh, challenge the bones, um, mm -hmm. especially with regard to bone building. You see this with eating disorders, um, like mm -hmm. highly restrictive mm -hmm. eating and whatever, and, and that's really important. But here's an argument for one of my favorite things, and that is adding muscle to your body, meaning that what you're actually doing is you're you're adding in um, more weight, but healthy weight to your uh, uh, body. And then by doing so, challenging your bones um, in the healthiest way of all. And then when you continue to lift weights or do whatever you're doing um, to maintain that healthy musculature, you, you're, you're, you're getting a twofer on that one. You're getting great muscles. Um, which have a whole story, you know, behind them in terms of why it's so important. And at the same time, you're optimizing your own bone health. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. 
Well, you and I both like to do our physical activity, and so That's um, true. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm singing to the choir. I understand that. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Chef Abby, thank you so much. Oh, for coming on board and helping all the Her Podcast listeners, you know, uh, learn more about how they take better care of themselves. So, thanks so much. You're very welcome. All right. And everyone out there, please run on over to iTunes, rate and review the show because we're sitting here waiting to hear from you. Love, love, love it. Especially me because I'm Dr. Pam Pete, host of the Her Podcast. Follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter and Instagram at Pam Peek MD. And remember to catch every single episode of the Her Podcast on iTunes or Radio MD, or any of the major platforms. I'm on all of them. Thanks for listening today. Please stay safe and stay well.